This morning I want to share with you about our mission trip to Honduras. It was February 15th through the 24th of this year and today I've got Jeremiah Jones on board with us. Say hi Jeremiah. Hello. So Jeremiah, tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, where you work and where you serve the Lord at. Um, right now I uh, focus most of my energy in Battle Creek, Michigan. Um, I work with Rama Word Outreach Center and our various programs, outreaches. Um, we do normal church stuff too. Um, we reach the inner city. We've got a building downtown where we do normal uh, regular outreaches every month. So. Yep, yep. So Jeremiah and I attend the same church as mom and dad are the pastors of the church. And so when it came to going to Honduras this year, I asked Jeremiah if he would like to go because first of all, Jeremiah is not new to the mission field, are you? No. Nope. You spent some time where? Um, I've been in Southeast Asia quite a bit. So I was uh, I could consider myself a, a medium-term missionary not long term not short term i would go for several months at a time so yeah so we're going to do another another show on just on that alone but i want to welcome you to healing begins and i hope you enjoy our uh talk about what went on at this last mission trip you know uh it was an interesting mission trip because i really felt the lord say i'm sending you to seven churches with my words you know, it's interesting thing about that. If you go in the book of Revelation, the, uh, Jesus writes seven letters to the seven churches, and I really felt like this trip was going to be very prophetic in the same way that we were going to bring the words of Jesus, we were going to bring a gift financially for every church, and then we were going to do the works of Jesus, which would be healing the sick, inviting people to salvation, and doing the works and the things that Jesus did. So, I chose Jeremiah. He's been on a mission trip with me before. What was it, would you say, that stood out to you about this trip that we took this year? Um, the thing, usually the thing that always stands out to me is the people. Yeah. Um, you know, they have precious hearts towards the Lord and precious hearts towards each other. You know, and what gets me about all that is uh, the only difference between us and them is where we live. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the only difference. The only difference is, is another part of the world. Was there anything about the trip that stands out that was your favorite thing about the trip so far? The team was really, I really enjoyed being with the team. Yeah, now, for those of you that don't know, I have worked for six years down in Honduras developing uh, spiritual care consultants healing team in that country and they go out and they do healing even when we're not there they go out they do training they work with pastors because we work with the 50 Casa de Dios church network and so this team is constantly going out and ministering to the needs of the different churches now we have a team of eight so we went for 10 days with Jeremiah and I we have 10 days a team of 10 Seven churches and one street ministry that we did. And I will say, I agree with you, Jeremiah. The team makes the world a difference. They help carry the load. Yeah, they were amazing. Oh, so. They preach. They teach. They pray. They cast out devils. They do it all, don't they? They take care of us. They get they, us food. They do laundry if you need it. I know. They do everything. They do everything and they go... We want to serve you, and we wanted to serve them, and it's and they're so polite and kind, and I really love Pastor Frank on the team too, because he's the head 
head worship leader for the church. And so, and he's our driver. So he's an amazing man of God and him and his wife. And so the team does great. I was thinking about, gosh, we went to seven churches. I was thinking about that church in Muskeka. Uh, the first place I was called a bandito. Someone went by and called me a bandito, and that means bandit in the middle of nowhere. But how this pastor took over an old, broken-down church, and he's restoring it. Isn't that not amazing? Yeah, he's a modern-day Nehemiah. <laughs> Literally rebuilding the walls, putting a roof on it. He doesn't have any money. I mean, it's incredible what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he has a lot of support from the people around at first, but now they see what the Lord's doing. Well, we had a good crew show up. He was almost, I think, almost full the day that we were there. Well, the lot, I, re, oh, I loved it when we were praying over people. You know, people were getting free. Well, over there, there's a lot of witchcraft. And so when people are coming to know the Lord and when you're praying for them, you got to break that witchcraft. So then there's uh, manifestations. But boy... I remember we were praying over that one girl and she started kind of puking and Pastor Leslie stepped in, one of our spiritual new spiritual care team members, Pastora Leslie, stepped in and man, she knew how to pray too. And those women took over and just really began to bring healing and deliverance to the people we were working with and how surprised the pastor was when we gave him the gift. We gave every church $200, $100 for the pastor and First thing he said, I can help put our toilet in with this. I mean, he wasn't going to spend it on himself. He was going to make sure they have a toilet for the the men and the women to use when they're having service, you know. Yeah, and he, he has a lot of needs too, but his first thought was to, you know, keep building the Lord's house. No, it wasn't about him or his wife. No. And so he's, he's a totally un, an unassuming guy. He's so humble and quiet. I didn't even think he was the pastor when he walked in. I thought he was just a guy that lived in the neighborhood and came in to see what the white guys were doing there. Yeah, yeah. He was, they were a highlight of the trip. And then I was thinking one of the highlights for me was uh, the young girl with a walker. Yeah, that was uh, amazing. You want to tell that story a little bit? Um, yeah, well, at the end of one of the services, uh, we had a young lady come up and for prayer, you know, and we're it's our job to pray. It's Jesus's job to do the miracles. So, and uh, she came up, and you know, she had a walker, and she was, you know, a young lady, and you know, we began to pray for her, uh, myself and one of the team members, and uh, she began to just cry out to the Lord with all of her heart. You could tell, and she pushed her walker aside and raised her hands up and began walking around the the church and continued to praise God and cry out to Him and. You know, it was powerful. You know, it uh, uh, ignites all the people around, too. Had she ever walked before without her walker? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't believe so. You know, she had she had a physical condition that you, you could see obviously with your eyes. You know, it didn't take any discernment to see that she had trouble walking just looking at her. So, And that was amazing to watch. I got a picture of her to see the determination on her face to get her healing. As she walked around the church, right? Yeah, and one, one of the things I charge the people with is not to leave there. If they need a miracle from Jesus or a touch from Jesus, don't leave the church without getting that. Yeah, it's so important. And those people have so much faith. And they put a demand on it. They put a demand on on uh, you if you're delivering the word. They put a demand on the Holy Spirit and on the Lord. And it's really great to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. 
And another time that really touched me was when we were in Casa de Gloria at uh, one of the last times. And I saw an elderly lady sitting up front. Normally people stand up for prayer. And I was pretty sure that she might not be able to stand up very well. But I felt the power of God behind me or on me. And so I stood in front of her. And I didn't know her backstory until you told it to me. But I grabbed her by the hands and began to lift her to her feet. And she looked at me and she was quite wobbly. And then I said, let's walk across the front and, and to watch. All of a sudden, she started getting really exciting. So talk about the backstory there yeah, a little so, bit. So this woman, she, as Pastor Gail said, she was sitting in a chair up there for prayer. And that, you know, I was praying for someone else. And one of the team members came and got me and said, you need to come pray with me with this woman. I've been praying with her. And she said, I've prayed for her heart. Um, she wants prayer for her knees right now is what I was told. And, you know, as I began to pray, I could just still sense that the Lord wasn't done healing her heart. You know, that she was completely, you know, crushed inside. And, you know, after I had prayed and we prayed for, you know, you know, and the Lord, the Lord let me know we weren't, he wasn't done working on her. It was time for me to move on and pray for other people. But then I asked, you know, what was going on? And they'd said, you know, the, the gorillas had killed her children so they could steal her house. You know, a lot of times conditions of our heart, they, there's physical manifestations of things in our life. If our heart's crushed, destroyed, broken, and, you know, one of hers, you know, it had cut the circulation off in her legs and they wanted to amputate her legs. And then when she was walking across the front of the church, she got all her feeling back in her legs and in her feet. Then she wanted to walk. The look on her face was... She wouldn't sit down. No. <laughs> Pastor Gail said, you can go sit down now. And she like, no. you know, and it got interpreted. And she looked at me and I, I looked at her and I said, we can keep walking around. So that was real. That was man to see Jesus do these types of works. And yet I know he wants to do them here locally. The God of the God of Honduras is the same with the God of America. So we know that God wants to do those types of miracles, you know, here. And uh, it was so great. Uh, Casa de Gloria is where Pastora Leslie and her husband pastor. And so the church isn't even fully done. We were in a church with half a roof. Half of the roof was open, see right up to the sky. So I'm glad we didn't get no, uh, no, no, uh, no rain. Jeremiah, by the way, when it would, got, would get hot, he would pray and we would get rain. So I said he was a rainmaker. So he would pray, we would get rain, so I'm glad we didn't get rain that night. And then, uh, was there a particular church that you had a lot of fun at or that stands out to you? Um, I enjoyed being at all of them, watching the Lord. You know, the Lord works differently with different people, with different needs, different congregations. Um, and, you know, the, the key is to just go in with an open mind and mm -hmm. an open heart and, you know, see what the Lord wants to do and let Him do things. Um one of my favorite services was probably the one where the the 90-some-year-old missionary had came back. He started everything there, and he was coming back to say goodbye before he went back home to Mexico so his children could take care of him. That was Los Pedros up in the mountains. That That is one of the services that really uh, stand out to me. I know it really stands out to you because you got a good laugh because... I'm up, I'm up front preaching, and all of a sudden, ah, ah, a big old beetle flies right into my mouth. And 
crunch the thing up and have to swallow. It's going down the hatch path. You laughed about that, didn't you? Yeah, we started laughing. We saw it. Cloudy and myself saw it, and so we really started laughing. (laughs) Uh, I I was going... (laughs) <laughs> trying to get that beetle out of yeah. my mouth, but it was too late. Yeah, Pastor Gale was preaching, and he he <laughs> and he goes, "I just ate a bug," and then he kept preaching. So, well, you know, and that was an interesting service too, because that one is really memorable to me because we were, I was, uh, we had got you had gotten up to preach, and then I got up to preach, and I was preaching on taking down Goliath, and I was at point seven in my introduction about never giving up. When one of the ladies in the congregation. I didn't know she was the house prophet. One of the ladies, I could tell that I felt she had a word from the Lord, so I had to, had them bring her up, and she began to give a word from Jesus. It was so powerful. People hit their knees. People went to the altar. The fire fell in the church. Not literal fire, but the fire of God. And service went for like that. That was such a precious service we were supposed to end early so everybody could get off the mountain yeah because it's hard to get off the mountain in the dark and you know they forgot all about that so they forgot a, well actually yeah. zapata came to me and he's the apostle over the church and he asked me if i wanted to go on and i went no no the lord has spoken i don't need to go on but wow what an amazing service and then the lady that spoke her son was watching online from arizona it's funny up in the mountains, they had Facebook Live somehow, and they were broadcasting live, and people from Arizona were watching and called into the church. But we, had, to me, that stands out to me as a um, amazing time. And then one of the major things we went there to do was hold a pastors conference in Olanchito. Yeah, and there were a lot of a lot of pastors showed up, and yep. And then uh, one of the pastors needed Bibles, and we did leave money to, to get Bibles. And uh, we had a lot of pastors. We had, What was great about that conference is you and I did very little teaching. Yep, that was really nice that day. It was hot at times, and <laughs> yeah. you could feel the heat on the tin roof coming down on top of your head like an oven. So Yeah, and it, what was nice is that this I was so proud of our spiritual care team because they did the whole conference and we did very little. And they led everything. They led services. I mean, what's so nice is that after we're gone, people aren't looking for us to do get, get things done for them. Or they're not coming to the American missionary to get their miracle because they know they have a Honduran team You know, they can go to. And um, as we're winding up here a little bit, I was thinking about the street ministry we did uh, over uh, the street ministry that we did. They took yeah, us... Brother Jose. Brother Jose to a fairly safe place. And it was, so that was another funny thing. I, one of the services I said, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. And it was going to the street ministry, hanging on to some boxes of Little Caesar pizza. I got stung by a bee. So maybe I shouldn't talk about being stinging yeah. like a bee. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I just love the kids that came out. Yeah, they were precious. They, you know, kids that... uh you know, don't get to eat pizza when they want to. They don't have they don't have much. You know, they're they're kids that grow up in the streets and live on the street. So, and several of them raised their hand for salvation. Uh, we had a we had some salvations within the local churches. So we saw salvations. We saw healings, signs, wonders. We did a pastors' conference. We uh, gave out Bibles, and then. Uh, 
What was the name of the gentleman that did the street ministry? Jose. Jose was going to do another big street event in Olanchito, and they had, uh, and we gave uh, $400 for that, and they had 400 kids. Yeah. I saw the pictures of that. Yep. Amazing. So if you want to see some of these pictures, you can put in my name, Gale, G-A-L-E, Croc, K-R-A-G-T, and go to my Facebook page and pick the one that says spiritual care. A lot of those pictures are online that you're able to see the pictures of what we did and where we went. But overall, to me, uh, it was an amazing, amazing trip. So thankful we got negative COVID tests. Didn't want yeah, no that, positive that's ones. That's a blessing. <laughs> the woman that administered them was very gentle with us. <laughs> yeah, I don't like COVID tests. But if that's the worst thing you got to do to suffer for Jesus, then it's not so bad. But was there anything else that stood out about the trip? I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, it was a it was an excellent trip. You know, we preached the word and the signs and the wonders follow mm -hmm. after that. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus didn't ask uh, Pastor Gail or myself to do anything supernatural or that we couldn't do. He asked mm -hmm. us to go. He asked us to speak. He asked us to lay hands on people. He asked us to bless people with things we have. Mm -hmm. So, and he does all the spiritual supernatural stuff. And the thing that I found that I was trying to do is just deliver the words of Jesus. You know, when you listen to the, the letters of the seven churches, Jesus said, I am the one that holds the seven stars in the right, my right hand, and I walk among the seven golden lampstands, you know. And trying to hear the Lord, what would he say to each church? You know, they've sacrificed. They've tried to live for Jesus. They have given they have, I mean, they sacrifice a lot more than we do at times, and yet I felt he was very happy with them, and I felt like we fulfilled the function, and the, we did the things that I really felt God wanted us to do on this trip, which was bring a gift to the churches, equip pastors, bring the words of Christ to every church. I know Zapata was so happy, Apostle Zapata, and Apostle Carlos that attended that service because he's over the whole region and then being able to hear the what the Lord was saying about the mountains of Honduras how the glory of the Lord would rest on the mountains of Honduras and people down below would say what's going on in the mountains and I really do believe that Honduras is going to experience you know a great a great revival maybe you're listening to this this morning and maybe you're suffering maybe you don't know the Lord maybe you're away from him you know I don't know what you're doing whether you're in your car or you're at your house, oh man, I'd like to invite you, if you're not right with God today, I'd like to invite you to open up your heart and invite him to come in. I mean, he loves you so much. Hey, if you want to kind of rededicate or give your heart to the Lord with me today, just pray this prayer. Say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I just confess you now, Lord, as the Lord of my life. Teach me how to walk with you. Forgive me of all my sins and my shortcomings. In Jesus' name, amen. And I amen. don't know where you're listening to this, but wherever you're listening, it's good to find a good church home to be a part of, to, to be able to, to be a part of. You might be listening to this in Holland. You might be listening to this in another state. I don't know where you're listening, but do check out uh, and find a good church. So, Jeremiah, you want to say a prayer for those that are listening that need not only emotional healing, but physical healing in their hearts? 
Father God, we thank you. You're the creator of each and every one of us, and you know exactly what each and every one of us need. And you sent your son, Father, that we might be healed. You said you sent your word to heal our disease, Father. We thank you, Father, right now, that as everyone listening, Father, that as they, uh, they exercise their faith and believe that you can do it for them, Lord, that you work in their lives, you work in their hearts, you work in their bodies, Lord. And I just thank you right now that everyone under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus would be healed from the top of their head, from the inside out, to the bottom of their feet in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I also pray for people that are depressed and maybe they're under a lot of anxiety right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would break depression, break anxiety. Maybe someone's dealing with suicidal thoughts. Lord, I pray that you would bring hope to hopelessness and peace to despair in the name of Jesus, Lord. You know, as we're winding up, this talk about the mission trip, you know, a lot of times people think, well, you're, you know, you sacrifice so much to go on a mission trip. Not, not really. Uh, we get so blessed when we get to see the faith of another culture. People that don't have all the material stuff that we have, but boy, they are alive in Jesus. They're rich in spirit. Yeah, they're rich in faith. And you know, sometimes on a mission trip, Jeremiah will tell you this is true about me. I have areas of anxiety that I have to push through. Uh, one, I don't like airports. I don't mind the airport. I just don't like running the gates. I just, that bugs me. I just don't like it. I don't mind flying, but being cooped up in a jet wearing a mask is no fun. But thank God I heard today the mask mandates are miraculously uh, going away. I don't know if they will on the jet for a while, but in March of 2020, I came back on a mission trip. So this has been about four mission trips during the pandemic to people that have been hurting, and you've been on two of them, and we've seen the marvelous works of Jesus. This is what I want to say. I love seeing the Lord work. Yep, there's nothing like it. It's not about you, and it's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's about him. It's about seeing him walk in the mountains. It's about feeling his love for those churches. And so as uh, we're winding up here a second, I want you to know that, you know, you can find us on Amazon, Spotify, Google, uh, Apple. We're on all different channels. I want you to be able to share this program with your family, with your friends. Uh, let people know where you heard it. So you can be tuning in on a regular basis. And as I want to wind up, and you may not be called to the mission field, and you may not go physically, but you can go by through your giving in many other ways. So I just want to say God bless you. Have a great day, and thank you for tuning in to Healing Begins. <music>